You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. The Run the Riot podcast is brought to you by the Outlaw Race Series. You need to check these guys out at www.outlaw100.com. There are a ton of races, and they're all fantastic. First of all, in January, there's Winter Rock with distances 25K and 12K. In February, the flagship of the Outlaw 100 Race Series, the Outlaw 100 in Wilberton, Oklahoma, with distances from 135 miles all the way down to the 5K. Prairie Spirit in March in Ottawa, Kansas. Distances 100 miles down to 50K. Lake McMurtry in April in Stillwater, Oklahoma. 100K down to 5K. The Greater Roadrunner Trail Run at Roman Nose State Park in Watonga, Oklahoma in May. Distances 4 to 12 miles. And then the Flower Moon in Pawhuska also in May from 50 miles all the way down to 4 miles. Then there's the Dark and Dirty in July in Wilburton, Oklahoma. There's a 50K all the way down to 5K, and you can run trail or gravel. Then there's the Honey Badger 100 also in July. 100 mile and 50 mile. That's a hot one on pavement. Fun. (laughs) Then there's a Flat Rock in Independence, Kansas. Distances 101 mile all the way down to 12K. That's in September. In October, we've got the Kansas Rails to Trails Extravaganza in Ottawa, Kansas. 100 mile all the way down to half marathon. And last but certainly not least, the Thunderbird in Norman, Oklahoma in November. 100K all the way down to 5K. These are great trail runs put on for ultra runners, by ultra runners. Guys, you will get taken care of if you go do these races. You'll get awesome medals, amazing buckles, and some nice swag. Check them out at www.outlaw100.com. Today on the Run the Riot podcast, I've got two people on the other side here. I've got Renee and Lisa Marie Griffin, and they're, I'm calling them the dynamic duo. <laughs> How you guys doing? Wonderful. Doing great. Good, good. Well, How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. It's been a busy day. It's been a Monday, you know, just had work and everything, but, uh, you know, I get to come home and talk about running. So, you know, it's a good thing. It's not a bad day. It's then. not. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Um, so I, can I say something real quick? Yeah, Today's go ahead. his birthday. Oh, really? It's Renee's birthday? Can I ask how old? Yeah, it's my birthday. It depends. Uh, if you go by ultra sign up, I'm 53. And if you go by my birth certificate, I'm 54. <laughs> so, so I... Somehow I lost a year at the last race. <laughs> they gave us, they reduced our age at the last race. Well, that's interesting. I wonder how that happens. You have to run one of Iron Reels white races and... There you go. De-aging. It's cheaper than Botox. Oh, so so if I go run one of one of Will's races, I, I get to lower my age. I don't know if I want to lower my age because I, I you, you know yeah. you get you do a little bit better on the higher age groups though. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, sir, where where am I talking to you guys? Where are you guys from? Where are you living? New Mexico. Oh, welcome wow. to our lovely home. New yeah. okay. Well, for some reason I was thinking you guys were a little bit closer to where we are because you do so many of the races around here but new mexico what part of new mexico silver city the home of billy the kid nice it's in the southwest corner of new mexico all right all right so uh, are you where you guys originally from well i'm from denmark across the pond 
Okay, okay. We're go- we're going to pause there before yeah. we get to Lisa it's Marie. Long, and- it's been a long and. <laughs> Yeah, I hear the accent. I got, I got, got to know how'd you end up from Denmark uh, to New Mexico? That is a long, winding road that starts in the UK, then takes us to Singapore, and then to the US. What? So, okay. How how long have so you been here? We met while I was still when I was living in the UK. Uh, two years. Two years now. Okay. All right. He was an illegal for a year, and he just recently oh, got a green really card. Really illegal. I had to apply <laughs> for my green card. <laughs> so he's legit now, right? Yes. Okay. I okay. Well, I don't want to get him in trouble for being on a podcast. Since January. <laughs> oh. No, we did things the right way. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> well, 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 Lisa, where's uh, where do you originate from? Right here. I'm between here and Louisiana. Oh. Okay. So I've done my time back and forth, and. Well, maybe that's how we became became friends because I'm from Louisiana. What part of Louisiana? Yeah, Bossier City. Oh, okay. I think we ran Red Dirt together. Okay. Or maybe something else. Maybe Children of the Cane. So, so I haven't done Children of the Cane yet. I did. I, I helped establish Red Dirt, and I did. I've done the 50k there, and I've been around like helping out for it. And so I'm really close with a lot of them, but, but yeah. Okay. So that's cool. And I'm from Lafayette area. So, uh, but you don't have the, the accent. Ah, nice area. No, I don't. You don't talk like this <laughs> and I like that. I can try and see if I can get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You fix into you. <laughs> you know, fix it. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> how did, how did you guys, uh, how did you guys meet and end up in New Mexico? We met online. <laughs> Yeah, and it wasn't in one of those pushovers either. It's just we were doing this little game, and he had a under his picture. He had the word naughty, and I'm looking at this guy going, "He ain't naughty." Nice. <laughs> so I had to write him and find out. Well, this is a family podcast, so I just can't <laughs> prove that I am actually naughty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I'll, I'll keep. Okay, okay, you'll keep. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> how, how long? How long have you guys been together? Six years. Six years. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But we've recently got married. Okay. So again, again and we were married in Den- oh. Denmark, and I decided I need an American wedding because I'm from I am from the south, and yeah. you know we have to have our pastor. Yeah. So earlier this year we ran Hell Creek, and I beat everybody, and I got on my knee, and I don't know how I got back up, but I asked him to marry me. Two weeks later we ran a week um, later. A week later we ran Heartland, and it was a hundred mile race, and pastor ran the race 100 miles and then he hitched us up <laughs> That's nice. and yeah. two weeks later we went on a honeymoon and ran javelina <laughs> yeah he ran 100 miles slept for a couple of hours and then got up to marry us nice that's a committed pastor man yeah <laughs> oh yeah uh, he represents the runner's church uh, yeah he's he, runner's church okay yeah gotcha. so he travels all over the country for races and Oh, I need to get him on the podcast. I, I have to get his name name from you guys. Oh, you should. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, so I noticed, uh, and this is somebody who kind of recommended that I talk to you guys, and I'm looking at your ultra sign up, and I noticed that I got both of your ultra sign ups kind of side by side, and you guys have pretty much, I mean, almost exclusively run everything together. Yes. Okay. So. Yeah. 
How does she picks the race? Okay, I make them happen. Okay, so and you guys, your finishing finishing times are all the same. Okay, so I have to ask: Were you guys running before you got together, or you decided, hey, we're just going to start running ultra marathons together? How did this come about? Oh my okay. gosh! <laughs> okay. So when I met her, I had started running just to lose a little bit of weight because my I'm an IT consultant, so I sit down all day long. And I thought I could get away with just walking to the pub every Saturday and walk back home and keep my weight in check. It's not, that's not how it worked. So I started running. I had a nice little 5K circular route I ran every morning. And then I meet her and she said, oh, I'm just going to run a half marathon this week. And I'm just like, okay, well, in sympathy, I'll run 10K, which is half a half marathon. And I could walk for three days. So she decided to take upon herself to become my running coach. So we started slow. She moved with me to Singapore. That was currently working. And she, I don't know how it happened, but somehow I got signed up for a half marathon in Singapore. <laughs> and at that point, we were not running together. We were running separately. So she was standing at the finish line waiting for me to limp over the finish line. <laughs> And I have never had legs so sore. And I'm just like, I can't imagine running twice this distance. I'm just <laughs> yeah. done. That really, I could not walk to work the next day. Walking up and down stairs at work was a pain. Oh, it was funny. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's, then a couple of months later, she said, hey, let's go for the marathon. What's, what are you talking about? No. And then somehow I find myself signed up for a marathon. <laughs> and uh, and then again, okay, so this time it wasn't so bad because now I had an extra year to prepare. Yeah, I still couldn't walk the next day at work, but it took less time to recover. Then, okay, so I've also spent some time in South Africa. Uh, she got tired of me talking about South Africa all the time because... I'm in love with South Africa. That's another seat. So she said, okay, let's find a race. And there is a very nice race called Two Oceans Marathon in Cape Town. You run which, one ocean to the other. Which nice. is not a marathon. It's an ultra marathon. It's 56K. Okay. And so we signed up for that. We ran that. And boy, were we saw the next day. Uh, but uh, that was our first ultra. That was in 2019. And, and then, okay. This, this is more than a marathon. I can do this. Yeah. Then she said, okay, let's go for a hundred mile, hundred K in Singapore. It is downtown Singapore with the <laughs> smoke and the dust and traffic lights and Indonesia's to... burning down forests and there's like smoke everywhere. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So let's run 62 miles in that. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that was tough. Not so much because of the, the distance, but there was the heat and the humidity. It's just, I mean, it was between 85 and 95 and 100% humidity. Yeah. It was brutal. Yeah. Uh, if you got like a five-minute rain shower in the middle of the, or late in the afternoon, and that was it. Oh, that man. Was, it was just hot. Yeah. Uh, and then she started saying, she keep talking about 100 milers. And then what happened? COVID happened. No, no, oh. back up. <laughs> Malaysia happens. Oh, that's I right. decided I wanted to do the most, the toughest race in the world. And to me, Malaysia has the toughest race. 
you are lollipopping up a volcano and then you're diving back down to the rainforest, down, up and down. I saw grown men cry. <laughs> and the people over there, they wear umbrellas as hats. Nice. <laughs> and you don't have aid stations. So you have to bring money and Oh man. Well there are two official <laughs> there are two official aid stations. And yes. um, otherwise the locals are putting out a little table and you can buy iced water or iced coke or just ice. Yeah. <laughs> but if I mean we would have been we would have been seriously messed up had we not had someone not told us make sure to bring money. Yeah. Usually they don't <laughs> tell the Americans to bring money. Yeah. <laughs> What's what is the name uh, of this uh, race? Now the the devastating Borneo Ultra Trail Marathon. Yeah, I'm 52 hours to do the 100 miler, so it's tough. And yeah. it's just your goal. What's the feet on that? It's. I think it's 25,000 feet. Yeah. Okay. So it's tough. But the, the most devastating part is you're coming down, uh, running through rainforest. It's humid. You've got uh, plants trying to trip you. And you're, eat you. You can't see <laughs> anything. You can't see the roots. So you're just trembling down and hoping for the best. It is dense and it's humid and there's very little light. But yeah. when you get to the end and you can see there's a car, there's some people, there's a tent. That must be an aid station. So that is just, are going that, go that. That's, that's, that's just their marshals job. telling you which direction to go. <laughs> oh, man. And Yeah. Hardest race ever. <laughs> so that was your Hardest first. Race. I want to do it again. I'm looking forward that to That was your it. first 100 miler then. No, really. Oh, oh, that was just the... 30 miles. That was just the 50K. Oh, oh we okay. We wanted to go do the 100 mile afterwards. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so we signed up for races. And, the hardest 50K I've ever done. Yeah, no, it sounds like it, dude. <laughs> we got on the plane and then COVID shut us down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we were basically locked in our homes. And so you can't go outside unless you're running while they were, I mean... You know how COVID yeah, was, yeah. but so we decided to run 100Ks in our house. So we tracked this sucker out and we would spend like 24 hours just running in circles in our home just to yeah. stay active. And one day I just said, that's it. I'm going home. I don't care what it's like. I'm going home back yeah. to America, the greatest country on the planet. And as soon as the airport opened up, we <laughs> put her on a plane and got her settled away for a little while. And started signing up for races and... I have PTSD, so I found out that 100 milers actually helps out. And it's very soothing to me to run 100 miles, <laughs> but it's not enough. It's well, I was going to say, some people have PTSD from running 100 miles. So it's like... <laughs> but, uh, but we decided to start running together. It worked out better. I choose the distance, and I figure out how to get that distance, mm -hmm. and he does the timing. So he figures out how to get there. and I started the route. I started the elevation. I started okay. everything. And I make estimates. So we, I do the timing, saying at this point we should have reached this many miles. Uh, so we usually have a two-hour window where we say we want to finish within these 20, 25, usually it's 24 to 26 hours. And I keep track during the race. That keeps my mind active doing math. And I keep uh, the pace. <laughs> the longer we run, the more my math sucks. Yes, <laughs> it does, because he's lie. He's a liar. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all of us, man. <laughs> at, 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 at some point, nothing just makes sense. I'm looking at my watch. I'm looking at the distance. And it's, this makes no sense. My pace says I'm 25, but clearly it feels to me like I'm doing at least 16-minute miles. Yeah. But no, my watch says 25-minute miles. Yeah. And then I start panicking because then that's, that, 
we're not going to make a goal. I try to move a little quicker. Yeah. And then I lied to her, of course. And saying, we're losing, we're, we're behind. Losing. And you, I'm like, oh, the... no, let's run faster. <laughs> now, Lisa, you're a... She doesn't care oh. about it at the time. Yeah, yeah. Lisa, you're a coach, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you plan out all I the am, training for both of you guys trainer. to get ready for these races? Huh? Nice. Yes, it's brutal. We Right now, we're back at starting at 4 in the morning, and we're doing five days of weight training. Okay. And, uh, of course, there's the yoga and lots of running, lots and lots of running. Yeah. And uphill, downhill, over rocks, through the mud, you know, through the rain, the lightning storms, the snow. Got to get the miles but it's in. it's important to do that. We just, we're... Wow. And right now we're running at about a hundred plus a week. Oh, wow. That's the look I was looking for right there. Yeah. That look. Yeah. <laughs> and do you do all your training miles together too? Yes. Yeah. Everything's together. It's, uh, we're trying to become a perfectly tuned team. Huh. Just... It's getting better. It's yeah. getting a lot better. Usually, in the beginning, the first few hundred mile races, I was always lagging behind. I had to be dragged. You can't hike. <laughs> but, no, I can't hike fast. Yeah. I can walk in 11-minute miles. And it's probably my technique because I feel more relaxed. I feel like I'm expending less energy when I'm slow jogging rather than hiking. Yeah. So, but it's getting better. And now, at least sometimes, I can drag her with me. Yeah. yeah. So, and we don't have the same fatigue as we used to, I guess, again. Like with the practice. And now we just have awesome hallucinations and, you know, whoops. What we don't do though, is we're not husband and wife when we're running. So we're at the 3%. Like he fell last year at Outlaw and broke all of his teeth out. And so I could (laughs) not be as, okay, all those front teeth out. (laughs) Kind of like we belong in Louisiana. (laughs) And I'm like, baby, are you okay? And he's like, that is bad. No. But I couldn't, I can't be his wife and he can't be my husband. Um, we are just two runners that just happen to be in love. And when we hit about mile 80, though, it is. It's all about the love by that. Yeah. Time. And we're in love again. <laughs> okay. So, so I, I because yeah, so we try to keep our, our personal emotions out of the race. Yeah. So th- that's got to be because I've had to kick the other one and say, there's no time. No time. Yeah. I apologize if I talk over yeah, you because there's a, a delay in here. So. <laughs> If you cut the emotions out. Yeah, there's a delay. So I accidentally talk over you guys a few times. Sorry about that. What happened? Oh, no. Oh. Can you hear me? I think it's because you. Hello? I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yep. can you can, hear me? You got me? Yeah, I got both of oh, you guys. Because she dropped her headphones so and then it switched to hers. Oh, okay. <laughs> she stole the audio feed. That's what. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> That's what happened. Let me just mark this real quick so I can fix that. All right, cool. So I've, I've interviewed people before who like for just friends who have tried to run like some of these hard hundred milers together. Uh, in fact, some of our recent guests and, and just in their good friend and they tried to run it together and it ended up, um, it ended up messing them up because they would hit lows at different times and they ended up instead of, I guess, pulling each other along, they ended up uh, kind of dragging each other back, you know, they slowed each other down. So I guess that's got to be an yeah. interesting dynamic that you're pulling, you know, that you're helping each other instead of hindering each other. Yeah. That's the decision we made. We made a decision that, that we are running together as a couple. So whoever is the strongest have to pull the other one. Mm-hmm. And the only discussion we have is really about who gets across the finish line first. Which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes it's like, okay, 
I feel I deserve it and I'll finish first. Otherwise, she says, I feel I deserve it and she'll finish. I'm a gentleman. I don't really mind. But when we both feel we deserve it, we tend to sprint. We sprint. To we the sprint. Finish. And you know, recently someone showed us a video of us sprinting. And we feel like we're going like a four minute mile. And it's not, oh. it's actually our sprint looks I awful. I'm still convinced he slowed down the video yeah. because I ran faster than yeah. that. <laughs> That's awesome. So this is hilarious because you guys run the whole race together. And then at the end, it's like, all right, let's see who's going to do this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then, of course, sometimes she tricks me like she did at Hill Creek 140 when we say, okay, we're going to cross together holding hands. And then we come up there, the legs are exhausted, and she just sets off. And I'm just like, come on, man, <laughs> what's this about? Because I didn't know she was going to go. Yeah, everyone knew that was about to propose. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Everyone yeah. but me knew she was about to propose so, she, again. She had to get set up. I still won that one, though. I earned it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. So, so you guys, you started doing these. Am I right in what I'm seeing here that the Outlaw 100 was your first 100 miler? Oh no, that's the first. That's marathon. And then your first was your first red dirt. Actually, no, that was supposed to be a hundred miler outlaw, but there was a blizzard. And uh, yeah. that year, that was the year of the, yeah, the... whatever. But uh, we started getting all kinds of, uh, was it frostbite and snobsticles <laughs> yeah. and the roads started closing down. So actually we just had to leave early. We were all in for the hundred miler, yeah. but yeah. so I just said, you know, let's go run red dirt. And so, yeah, yeah we run a hundred miles individually where it wasn't a race. We just did it for fun. But that was our first official a, nice. first buckle, <laughs> hundred mile finish. Nice. So tell me, yeah. tell me what you thought about about red dirt out there in Natchitoches, uh, Louisiana. She loves. It. I, I loved it. She wants to do it again, and I'm just like, it wasn't really that. That was yeah. so much mud. You got the Spa Twenty One. Sp yeah, uh, I named that. That I came up with that name, Spa Twenty One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you did that. Oh, right on. Yeah, right. But I will say I love the aid yeah. station. The aid stations were I fun. totally love the aid station. We got in an argument with the first aid station because they like the new Star Wars. And, and we're like. And, oh. But there was one thing that ticked me off. One thing ticked me off with that particular version of Red. And I have to get it off my chest because it's something I bring up every time we talk about Red Dirt. <laughs> so there was supposed to be local beer for the 100 miles. <laughs> And there we come in. She took first for women. I took third for men. Mm -hmm. Third or fourth, yeah. So it's not like we were at the end of the crowd. Yeah. Get there. And the hundred Ks have drank all the beer <laughs> for the hundred milers. What is wrong with that? <laughs> you cannot do that. He just walked around with this look on his face like somebody stole this bike. <laughs> well, they stole my beer. That's worse. That's... I can get a new bike. <laughs> Oh, you know, that, that's a tough thing, man. As ultra runners, I've had to deal with that multiple times for different, uh, different venues and different things because, you know, when you run the longer distances, there's a, there's a local race here in Tulsa, the um, go short, go long, go really long. And I, we do the 50 K is the really long one yeah. for them. And when you get there, there's like nothing left. There was no food. It was cold. And, you know, I'm just, I kind of, I probably had to look like you on your face. I look like a wet lost puppy, you know, just. Yeah. Yeah. That's not exactly. right. It's not cool. And that's, that's, yeah, it's not. 
And I was promised He's... a beer. I didn't get it. And usually I give him my beer because I don't drink beer. <laughs> I, oh, no. I, I lost out on two beers. I funneled in college. That I funneled and I cannot drink beer ever since. Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> 21 years old, haven't had a beer nice. since. Well, now they've uh, now Edie, who directed it, my friend Fawn is directing it now, and they've changed the course a little bit. And uh, so, you know, it might be worth a visit. And they're changing the buckle for this coming year and the medals. So because the course changed, okay. so it might be worth a, another visit, you know? Yeah, he's going to take pictures. I'm going to go run okay. it. I'm going to tear it up. <laughs> yeah, I might take some pictures instead. I love mud. I love running in the mud and the snakes and the spiders. And What I'm saying, that's what I'm saying now. Probably I end up signing up. Yeah. Us, because we do run together. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I'd be having to run the race. He would be jealous if I was running. In he now. would definitely have well, a has to be FOMO, fear of mission out. He'd be ashamed of himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to witness if she falls. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. All right. So, so you guys, you did Red Dirt and we must have been, I think, I know Flower Moon, I've been around that quite a bit. You guys have been pretty awesome about supporting the, the local outlaw races and, and being around here, you know, with those, man. How do you like all the outlaw races? Of course, they're a sponsor of the podcast. They're friends of mine, but I love them. I like oh, you them. mean Jeremy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you ever run one of his races, he has Jeremy Miles. Yeah, his miles are never equal. So, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Jeremy. Oh, I love all those so races. Fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you got Eldon Elevation. So, you know, he lies about his elevation. Yep. Uh, Cartland and all that. It's like, oh, no, it's low. It's flat. No, it's, it's not, not flat. flat. <laughs> we love Kansas and Oklahoma races. The people out there. Yeah. It's great. I mean, we got friends out there. Yeah. And it's just a really, really good. It, we uh, have lots of bacon for him. Yeah. 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 Well, it it really is, um, you know, pretty fortunate around here to have so many good races and the community is great. And what's cool is like, you know, you guys come from New Mexico and there are a lot of people who come from the surrounding areas, but when they get here, they're one of their family, you know, they're part of the trail community. They're here and they yeah. just, you know, you just plug right in and everybody loves to see you and, you know, you have a good time at the race. That, that was how we felt the very first time we came to an outlaw race. We were like, accepted immediately there was no oh you have to come and do our races one or two three times there was no initiation no, yeah, no, yeah. you were just there you were in yeah part of the group <laughs> so yeah those are really great races yeah you're crazy enough to come and join yeah, us yeah you're in <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> something like that well if you look at robert's cave and you say oh that's not so bad but Robert's Cave is not so bad. Yes, that's tough. Who are you? <laughs> on, on paper, Robert's Cave is on paper. Robert's Cave is not that bad, but Jeremy knows how to make it one of the tougher races. It's like, well, let's make them go up this rock right here, and yeah. <laughs> so that, you know, we ran it this past year, and I don't know if you—it's the Devil's Butt Crack, I guess, is what it's called, and you're going down a hill, and. Oh, next thing you know, I'm just kind of sliding down a rock and I grab onto a tree and I hold on tight for dear life. My legs are wrapped around it and I started sliding down like on a stripper pole. <laughs> and you're yeah. just sliding down to the bottom. It's like. And that's part of the race. I think it's a great race. That, Yeah, that's, it yeah. is. Great hallucinations there. Um, well, did you see in the? I rate my races on hallucinations. Yeah, okay, we, we're gonna. I'm gonna talk about hallucinations. <laughs> we're gonna get there in a minute because I, I see some of the stuff you're signed up for. But did you see <laughs> that the Out, Outlaws has a spread in the uh, the latest Ultra Running magazine? 
Yes. I haven't read it, but I just saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Mine just came in today. My good friend, Christina, yeah. she right on. <laughs> yeah. Christina, she's awesome. I ran with her in a couple of races and I've been behind her more like in a couple of races. <laughs> yeah. Those are really, really some amazing runners. Out yeah. There. Yeah. Christina was great. I loved, I got to know her by having her on the podcast and she was so cool. I look forward. I, I still, you know, following her and keeping up with the things that she's doing. Man, she's cool and she does some crazy races out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's inspiring me to go crazier. So, oh man, yeah, is that good? She can do it. I theory. Is that a good thing, Renee? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> we'll have to let Christina know that she's encouraged. Uh, I don't know. Discord in marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's an enabler. Enabler. Yeah. There you I'm go. I'm called that all the time too. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, so you guys have just, you've kept doing these races and I'm still, it blows my mind that you guys do them, have done them together. Uh, and I see hundred milers. I see, uh, you know, and you're traveling all over the place doing it. The 72 hours, you guys did 202 miles at across the years, 72 hour together. And how, Okay. So 72, that's days and you are, uh, yeah. how do you like, cause I understand, I think I can understand doing a hundred miles together. You pull each other along, but like for that much, how did you guys plan your sleep, your rest, your eating? Because you are two different people and you have, you know, two different systems. You just decided at the no, same we time, we're going to rest. We're going to eat. Yeah. Pretty so much. that's part of the, the side that I plan on is when we're going to rest, when we're going to eat. And my thing is, don't sleep. We basically just get on the ground, put our feet in mm -hmm. there, and we do the, we have a cup of coffee. We chug it down as hot as it is, get on the ground, put our feet in the air, and then rest for 20 to 40 minutes. And that caffeine picks in and out we go again as much as we can. Okay. And uh, we really planned out that 200 miler. It was, we still have some unanswered hours that we could have ran more. And so we're just like, we're going to do better this year. Nice. Okay, so what was your plan yeah, for yeah. the seventy-two hour? Because I'd love to hear. I haven't done any. I've done you know a lot of hundred milers and different things, but I haven't done any any longer timed races. I've done shorter ones. But what was you guys' game plan as far as you know uh, nutrition, as far as rest, and you know it complicates it a little bit because you're both you know both of you doing it together. But did you plan changing socks or did you just kind of go with it and see how it you know see how it felt because you have a looped course and you can do it. Oh, so we have a plan mm -hmm. when we leave home that usually involves changing to shoes that are like half a size or a size bigger mm -hmm. near the end of the race. And that never happens. Yeah. It never happens. Changing uh, clothes never happens. Taking yeah, a shower does not happen. <laughs> what we do is we, for the first six hours, we do the fuel on heat. The mistake we made that across the years, really embarrassing. Across the years, I don't know mm -hmm. if you've ever done it, but it's yeah. flat. There's, there's a total of about six feet of elevation on a mile. It, Which ends up being like 5,000 feet when you're on day three. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> this is, we managed to set a new low for 100. It took us 30 yeah. hours to do 100. On. And uh, the problem is that you have an aid station for every mile. Right. right? You do one loop, that's a mile, yeah. then there's an aid station. And uh, we thought, okay, so we don't really need a backpack. We don't need hydration. We'll just pop in and get what we need. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is time consuming. And so that's one of the things we're going to change next time is we're going to have our backpacks yeah. with us. Yeah. In the beginning, while we're running, there's no reason for us to go and stop at the aid station. All yeah. So let's just have a hammer fuel, perpetual heat, and just yeah. go. Because 30 hours for 100 miles flat is embarrassing. Yeah, it's, it was for us. It was bad. <laughs> Super embarrassing. <laughs> but we did pick it up after that. So, so uh, but also at the same time. He ate a waffle thinking this was going to be a good idea to eat before a 72 hour. <laughs> yeah. I have and a weakness for waffles. He has I'm a weakness sorry. for waffles. And right. so he learned really quickly what runners get. So the thing is, <laughs> normally our races start at six in the morning. So mm-hmm. we leave the hotel at around four, which means you don't have time to go to the hotel breakfast. You just, we have some oatmeal and that's what I fuel until we get to the start. Yeah. Uh, but this across the year starts at nine in the morning, which means that you have time in the hotel. You can go and have your bacon and eggs, and waffles <laughs> and whatnot. And that just completely messed up my stomach. Yeah. So the first 48 hours, I was like three loops. Okay, I need to go to the bathroom. Uh, more loops. I need to go to the bathroom. It was yes. like that. Uh, I think we counted about four hours wasted on that. Yeah. Uh, you spent four hours in the bathroom? That was just really dumb. That was no, he that was a, uh, over two days. Oh, over two over, days. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's still a lot. That's still a lot. And I would just. <laughs> so I decided I'm going to keep running and here, here he comes sprinting behind me. <laughs> I always catch up. Yeah, he always, always caught up. Yeah. But, you know, the success, though, is though we, we took that long to reach the first hundred miles is that we were able to put it back together and still hit 200. Yeah. And for us, that was a success where we wanted more like 250. It was perfect, the, the best um, way to finish that. And you know, what's really cool about them across the years, I want to say, is every six hours you turn around. Mm-hmm. Four hours. Oh, excuse me, every four hours you're turning around, you're going the yeah. opposite way. And um, these two guys that get out there and they're very entertaining. They play an air guitar and they're dancing and yeah. they make it makes you really good and alive again. And yeah, you get kind of renewed energy because all of a sudden it's not, you're not seeing the same thing. It's, it but just, it is. It, it's it every mile. A, it, it takes the monotony <laughs> yeah, out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But not really. So this year we are going to go back. We're going to do the, I want to set the record there. I don't know what the record is for six days. I think it's 438. Mm. So I'm planning on running that many miles this year. And that's nice. To do it. I like it. Hey, set big goals, man. It's my job to kind of make yeah. that happen. So yeah. did you... So I'm already right. working on the map. Well, so, so for that uh, 48 hours, I mean, for 72 hours, you didn't sleep or anything. How did you plan? And, and I always tell my runners, you know, when they, when there are a lot of aid stations, that's a, it's good, but you got to get in and out if you're, you know, if you got to be efficient, because if you spend, you know, if you guys spent two minutes every mile, you know, <laughs> that's a lot, you know, and so you, yeah, you've got to be efficient. So what did you, um, what were you guys eating and drinking and, you know, what was fueling your run? Besides that waffle that you started with, Renee. Funny you should ask that. So some of the time while we had industrialized hammerdale. (laughs) So about every three hours we were, and it was coming out of something like this. We just started tipping it. It was, usually we have little packets. And for those who are just listening, she's holding up a bottle of, (laughs) a big bottle of hammerdale for those of you who don't have the visual. (laughs) Nice. Every... About after eight hours, we had perpetuum. this industrial size yeah. perpetuum. 
And this is a good product. It took me a while just for myself to figure out how to use it properly for my stomach. And it's been a game changer. Mm. So I've been able to run longer and stomach issues gone. You know, you can also try them in. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a new flavor, strawberry. Yeah, you yeah. know. I, and then we were also using fully charged. Oh, what is that? Okay. It's kind of like a, um, it's a, an igniter. So it just gives you that extra energy to go along. It's, you know how sometimes you may go pre-workout mm -hmm. at a gym. So it's kind of like a, I want to say it's like a lighter version of it. And so it just gives yeah. you that little kick. I use it before I start running and then later on in the race, just to kind of keep going. It's really good and gentle on the stomach, okay. which is important. Yeah. So years ago, I tried, I tried Perpetuum and for, and I probably, I need to try it again because I know a lot of folks like you, a lot of guys who do Ironman and triathlons and stuff and other ultra runners swear by it. But I had, I had a little bit of issue with it. I think I was running when it was really hot. I know it made me, made my sweat burn my eyes a little bit, but the fueling was good. I just probably need to like, what, tell me what you had to do to get it right for you. I had to wait an extra two hours. Usually um, the recommendations are about six to eight hours. When I changed it over to about eight to 10 hours, I've, by this time, I do intermittent fasting. Okay. So I'm not even eating on the, on a race until after 1030 anyway. So that's when my time starts, whenever I look at my fueling plan. So when it gets dinner time before, you know, you put your first solid on, that's when I'm putting in the perpetuum. And it's just, it's got that balanced calories and I've had enough water in my system. Mm. I've had a couple of gels. So now I'm ready to start taking that. It just really depends. You have to yeah. play with it, but the 2.0 seems to work so much mm. better. Okay. Yeah. And it tastes good. I get chocolate. It's like quick. So I remember when you're a kid, you put quick in a cup and you mix it up and yeah. it, you know, it's nice. just like that. Nice. So, so wait, you, do you, do you start your races fasted too? Yes, really? I do. So I'm usually, yeah. So I, I do a lot of like 18 hours, but race week I go to 16 hours. So pretty much, you know, 630 at night till 1030 in the, sorry, 1030 in the morning, 630 at night. Yeah. So I do stay fasted because you don't want to change anything yeah. you're doing. You've got to cons stay consistent. Huh. So the only thing that I really am having is I have, on one side, I do have heat. And so if I start feeling like I need to have yeah. that long something, if not, it's over here and it's just the fully charged in the water. Okay. And perfectly. Yeah. Um, I yeah. was scared to try it. D does that fully charged have electrolytes? Are you doing electrolytes happening. before, you know, before you're taking in the calories? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So Renee's going to show <laughs> you, what you his doing, side man? of So things. we use, we, okay, yep. so we use yep. Endurolytes Extreme and Anti-Fatigue Capsules. Gotcha. Which. Uh, I can't no, live without the anti-fatigue. No. So. Initially, we used to just grab a handful, put them in a tube, and then we'll fiddle with it on the track until I realized I'm getting old. I need <laughs> pill pouches. So what I do is I put two Endurolites Extreme and one Antifatigue, yeah. one of these. And then I have every two hours, my watch goes off and tells me to take electrolyte. And... We take one of these bags each every two hours. People look at us on the trail. They're like, yeah. oh, he's like, and oh, here, baby, here. Just take your, take pills. your pills. So, <laughs> so for seven, so for a 72-hour race, I have to make 72 wow. of these bags. Do, 
Yeah. So do you change the uh, the ratio though? Like if it's hotter or colder, do you take more electrolytes or anything like that? Or you just keep it the same? No, we supply, we supply with the, the hammer heat if we okay. need to. Because when we're doing these long races after 24 hours, we can start over with the heat again if we need to. Right. We also have the fist tablets. We don't have any industrialized to show no. you. So <laughs> um, the fist tablets is a quick way to just, if you feel you, you need that extra boost of electrolytes. Okay. But the pill pouches stay on schedule every two hours. We don't change okay. that at all. Yeah. When it's, it seems to be working for you guys, man. It sounds like you got the formula down, you know, for, with your racing. I mean, like clockwork. So that's good. Yeah. It took about a year to really, to tap it down. A lot of calls to hammer, which they are very knowledgeable over there. And so they consistently work with us to make sure something goes off with our plan or if something starts, you know, going wonky. Yeah. Yeah. They're there. Okay. And throw out some good suggestions. But really, it just it comes down to you and how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Child and Yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's it. And that's the tough thing. And what I, you know, I've said this on the podcast before, a lot of people, something that works for you now, sometimes, you know, will quit working for you or you've got to start tweaking it, you know, the way it works. Because, you know, I've had things that worked great, fantastic for me. And then my stomach started saying, eh. <laughs> so you got to change it up. Yeah. We had at the last race, we had that the things were not going quite so well. Uh, we don't know what went wrong, but we, thankfully, we're so experienced with these products that we managed to scramble our way and push through yeah. anyway. Uh, we, we know the product very well. We know what, okay, so if something suddenly doesn't work, how do we tweak with the other products mm -hmm. we have to make us keep going? Yeah. But that's something for a year ago, we wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, we would probably just suffer and fail. But now we know how to kind of use the different qualities of the different products if the standard formula doesn't work. Yeah. Do you guys... Sometimes oh, I ahead. can use caffeine and sometimes I need to remove it. Oh, caffeine. Sometimes I can't have things with caffeine. Yeah. I can only do it in the winter, but in the summer I cannot put caffeine on anything. It's... Yeah. Do you guys do any solids along with that or do you just do the liquid nutrition for the most part? Someone says there's bacon. Or pancakes. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Kind of sneak things. It just happens. There's nothing I can do about it. It jumps at me. Quesadillas yeah. for me. I love quesadillas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and sometimes you get palate fatigue and you need something Wait, solid on your stomach, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, and hamburgers without anything. Just the patty. That's mm. Yeah. Great. Protein. Yeah. We found you should not do bread. Oh, okay. Sounds like... And I don't do packaged on races anymore. So it's like, you know, when you see Oreos and all that, I've removed package from my diet, which has helped a lot too. Sucks sometimes because I do want sweets, but, but I've learned that if I, a month out, like I'm right now I have a race coming up. So no package, no sweets, no nothing. It um, Everything just works perfectly. Yeah. You just got to learn your body and do a lot of trial and error. Yeah. To Pizza Hut, but. <laughs> that's rough <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is rough. he said it sucked oh, the things we sacrifice yes, for right. this sport <laughs> yeah well so so this year you guys did the you did the outlaw 100 and then you did the buckle mania and so the outlaw 100 are you guys thinking about coming back and doing the 135 next year yes yes I had the flu really bad after across the years and I missed my friends in Kansas and Oklahoma so bad I'm like you know what I'm gonna go try 
And I told Renee, I said, I have a hundred miles in me. So, and basically that is what I had. It just eventually the flu just said, you know yeah. what, you just go. And I was kind of sad because I really want to finish with everybody else. But the beauty of it is, is that Jeremy's going to hold it again. He's going to be laughing and orchestrating the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to go get it this year. Good. S suffer another year. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. So and I want to say my suffering was reduced by one thing. And I want to say no squirrels were hurt. <laughs> squirrels, nut butter. <laughs> we used so much <laughs> squirrels, nut butter. I like I slid down the tree. So I immediately had to run in the woods and reapply. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things runners don't really talk about. We should talk about a, it more. And it's the thing that surprises <laughs> most new runners. I know it surprised me in the beginning when I suddenly had chafing. Uh, or I forget <laughs> to put my nippies on. and I He forgot his <gasps> nippies last week. And, the puckle mania. And, so and he went trolling to all the men. Do you have any nippies? And... <laughs> We're trying to shove band-aids on him. <laughs> He's walking around. And you know, I've been pretty fortunate. I've never well, had a so problem with that. I guess the way my, you know, the way I'm built and I'm glad because man, that looks so painful when you see guys bleeding from their nipples, man, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sometimes it's subtle. Sometimes it's subtle. You don't see it and you feel you're fine until you step under the shower and you get water on it. <laughs> oh, that can hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's what it sounds like. I'm what like, are you doing in there, man? Okay back there? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so yeah, so that's, those are a few small things that people so, normally think of. So a friend of mine, Brad yeah. Taylor, he's from, uh, from the Arkansas area and he's been on the podcast before. He's a great runner, great guy, but he, uh, he went into a store and there was a book called Ring of Fire by somebody named Brad Taylor. He said, I found this book I wrote. I don't know what it's about. You have to buy it and read it. It's called Ring of Fire. And I said, it's about butt cheek chafing. It's for ultra runners. <laughs> and if you know, you know. Yeah. Yes. 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 I know exactly what he's talking about. Well, so you guys... Uh, because it's a, the first year that it was held, the Earth Day Bucklemania that that uh, that that Iron Will put on. Besides uh, lowering your age, what, what else? What, tell a little bit more about the race. Well, first off, the buckle. The yeah, I saw that. It's crazy big. big. You can cover yeah. my face. Yeah, he's trying to outdo it's, Jeremy. It's is what ridiculous. he's trying to do because Jeremy's got then, these big know, honking buckles too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then Will's all he's running behind me. He's going, "Go for the two hundred! Go for the 200. And I'm like. You know what? If I get 200, then, you know, hammer nutrition is the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. It was fun. He put on a pretty good race. It was a really, really good race. And so mm. many of our friends were there and everyone yeah. was supporting one another. There was none of this. You know, they knew what our goal was and they helped to, helped us succeed with that. Mm. You know, here's is what you need to do. That's great. You need some food. You need water. What do you need to keep going? And we saw so many people yeah. get their first 100 miles. And yeah. You know, I call it losing yeah, their virginity. Yeah. And That's fine. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I can say <laughs> yeah, or not, yeah, yeah. but there were a lot of virgins there. And and it was wonderful to see them. You don't, when you reach your first 100, mm -hmm. you, it's never like that again. It's never, it's, you know, you cry and it's just, it's a big accomplishment. And I was so glad to see that. I like the format. I like the, instead of having a one mile that you normally have on these things, this was just shy of two miles. Do you, you actually get yeah. to run a little more before yeah. you hit an aid station? And 
makes it less disruptive when yeah. you're running yeah. 48 hours. So, so the really format nice. of the race, as I understand it, is you get out there, you run for 48 hours, but it calls it buckle mania, right? Because you get a buckle for every distance. Like, does it start mm-hmm. with 50 mile or does it, you get a buckle for marathon too? 50K. So you get a, bu- a little buckle for 50K, no. a bigger one for 50 mile. Oh, is that big? It's really a little tiny. Big. Yeah, yeah, let me see it. Let me see it. Would you like to see? Oh, you have it? Yeah, let me see it. I have them. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so don't trip over your gallon of perpetuum right there. <laughs> but yeah, and so, yeah, so you get, and then uh, there's one, there's a buckle for 150, and then he's got a 200 mile buckle too, right? If you get 200, 200 miles in 48 hours. Yes. And yeah. yeah. It probably got right. big like a probably. saucer. <laughs> or I, a I, think, I think it was optimistic to, <laughs> to order that yeah. at the same okay. time. Okay. Look at that. Oh, it's so okay. cute. Yeah. It's in the All palm. Right. Yeah, and then you move on and you get a comparative okay. size. It's, you get it's got an earth on it. I'll have to put some pictures in the show notes so people can see them. The, the ones that are listening and don't have the video. So comparing to the fifty k to the hundred k. Nice. Oh yeah, hundred k. Yeah, yeah. This is the earth compared to the <laughs> yes. sun. Not really. <laughs> All right. Then you have, which is I can't wear this on a belt buckle because now we're too big. So 50K, okay, well, 100 miler, look at yeah, that. Yeah, so the 100 miler is bigger than And I then thought. you have this sucker right here. Dude. Is that upside down? That's ridiculous. This. 150 <laughs> miles. That is awesome. And that is the buckle. I cannot wear this. And it covers, I mean, look at that. That is yeah, the size of my face. that's the size of your face. That is, that is, a, large, that is a large buckle. I'll put yeah. some pictures in the show notes for those that are listening. I can fit four. <laughs> Four one four one hundred buckles fit on this. We measured today. Nice, nice. And you got to figure. Oh, that's what made it fun. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then you got to figure out how you're gonna dis. You know what you what do you display? I mean, you see, like right here, I got you know my my hundred mile buckles, and I think yeah, there's my Tahoe two hundred right there and stuff. But you know, they all kind of fit there. Like they make those big old buckles, man. What do you where do you put that? <laughs> well, right now they're just okay. Stay. All right. We have each yeah. have our own Okay, stand. nice. Well, that's a good way to do it. But, that's a good way. To, yeah. But we probably have to, yeah. I'll probably have to roll up my sleeves and build a custom display for it. There you go. Well, especially. Yeah, my brother, Scott Haggerty, should make that, me one. Yeah, there you go. My, my friend, uh, my friend, Brian Carpenter made that yeah. one. He's a, uh, he sells, takes the mirrors out and does some other stuff and he makes those. So he's pretty cool about doing that. But so you guys are going to have to, you're going to have to figure it out because I'm looking at your race schedule. And so you're, the distance is not new, but the format's going to, because you guys are signed up for the KD 225 in Missouri and then the Cowboy 200 in Nebraska in September and October. Well, after you do the stick 72 hours, you got got a lot going on in the next, you know, after June, September and October. And what's going to, what I think will be different for you guys with the Cowboy and the Katie is it's not a, a looped, it, like you're going somewhere for these. So you're, Renee, you're going to have fun with the logistics on this. I bet, I bet, you know, figuring out all the drop bags and everything else. Oh, yeah. I already, yes, I already plugged in the route on Google Maps and trying to measure out the distance, estimating the time it's going to mm-hmm. take looking at the elevation. Finding out where would we be at certain times of day, would it be nighttime, daytime, when do we need to change yeah. more clothes, colder clothes. Uh, so yeah, that's a lot well, of preparation he- going into that. 
Yeah. Is it tornado season? You know? <laughs> bring a kite. <laughs> well, so so well. Here's a hint as far as uh, elevation. It's not going to be a whole lot because it's all rails to trails. So it's a. <laughs> well, I was looking at the beginning of the Katy Trail. Yeah. From, starting in Clinton, Kansas. Oh, sorry, in Missouri, and it seems to be really up and down in the beginning before it kind of flattens okay. down to the river. Yeah. So I think there was about 2,800 feet of elevation in the oh, first. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Okay. So it's not completely flat. Yeah, yeah. It's not completely flat in the beginning, but then it, when you hit the river and you run towards St. Louis, then yeah, it, there's yeah. virtually no elevation there. Well, you should come run it. I've got that. <laughs> Let me enable you. You could just well, do I've got it. Moab in October, so I'm going to be out trying to get redemption in Moab 240. So I'll be. So y- y'all should do that next year. Oh, I'm right going to enable on. y'all. <laughs> Okay, yeah. deal. Yeah, maybe You'll so. You'll go do Katie next year. Yeah. Just switch well, around. <laughs> yeah, this year we've also, we're going to okay. do Lean Horse. We're excited yeah, about that. Yeah. No elevation. And oh, then, of course, we're going to end the year with Across the Years, and we're going to do the sixth day this year. So we're going to see how the old guys, like Bobby, what's his last name? Co. Yeah, Bobby Coe. He has, like, enabled me that I can go run six days and do all this, and Barney and, you know, these guys are the trailblazers. And these are the type of people that do show yeah. up at Across the Years. You just, you're sitting there and you're running with them. You're going, oh my God, I can't believe this. It's like, you feel like that you are, you're like a fan club and they're just sitting there and, you know, they're like, come on, get away, get away. But what's really cool is we got to see the guy. He's 90 something years old. Did you hear about this? He broke No, that's awesome. Miles. And, um, oldest man to do it. Oldest that. man. Yeah. That's oldest awesome. man to do it. And his name is Donald Yans. And, you know, I'm walking along with him yeah. because he is walking at this point. And I'm walking with him. And he's like, back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be in a run in. Yeah. And it was so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But the amazing thing is he finished that six day and then he turned around and went to the Grand Canyon and walked That's up awesome. and down it. And I'm yeah. just like, I can't do that. I want to be that. Yeah. That's, you know. That's, that's the kind of old person goal, I want to still kicking it, man. And people looking at me like, oh, I can't believe he's out yeah. here. Yep. Yeah. I'm out yeah. of here. Back in my day, I used to. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to say. Back in my day. <laughs> you know, uh, Jeremy's added a, a 200 that coincides with Prairie Spirit, right? Okay. Okay. I'll be there. We're I'll be there it. too. So we'll, we'll definitely have that one together next year. <laughs> so. That'll be, ah, that's going to be fun, miles. man. I need to look and I hadn't seen uh, what the sign up looks like because there were only a few, a handful of us. Uh, I think I was the second one on the list, but I'm curious to see how many people are going to do that, but that ought to be fun, uh, you know, to, and then to kind of pour into the hundred mile Prairie spirit, you know, uh, after we've been running a hundred miles, it'd be interesting. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Great. We're not going to change you know our that. clothes. We're not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nope. And you can pick on all the people and say, God, you know, I know what I really hate. I just want to just address this. When you're running a three-day and you're going to go run the last day, don't wear you're perfume s- to a race. S- I mean, it's so insulting s- to us. S- <laughs> this really? guy, he's got cologne on. And I'm like, why are you wearing cologne to a race? He ended up winning, but, you know, he <laughs> sure did smell good. And I'm just like, God, Renee. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe I'll bring my Axe body spray or something. I don't know. And just kind of, you know. Yeah, you can smell me coming. Yeah, bring the chocolate. (laughs) In a good way. In a good way. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, well, so you guys really, you, you haven't been running all that long, you know, together and all. And so it's kind of fun to see how much you've done. And have you guys had to deal with any injuries or anything so far? Or, or you know, you feel like you've been able to stay pretty healthy? Oh, I see she's pointing to him. What's up, Renee? What's going on, man? Yeah. yeah. Outlaw oh. last year. <laughs> well, that's the big one. An outlaw in 2022. I felt I was running along in my own little world. Which you shouldn't was do. Great. It was great. <laughs> I was relaxed. Everything was on track. We were doing great speed. And I tripped. And I did what I've been taught. Put my elbows down. But there was a rock protruding out that got me straight on the... Oh, oh the, yeah, the tooth injury. <laughs> so, yes. So I lost my two front teeth. <laughs> And Jeremy gives him a plaque. <laughs> Jeremy comes out with a big smile. I got something for you. <laughs> but bloody is the word. Nice. He's got blood <laughs> coming down everywhere. And everyone's yeah. like, are you okay, Renee? And he's like, no. No. <laughs> my teeth. Hang on, my teeth. But, uh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, the, the prob I probably could have, no, my knee was a knock as well. So it was quite painful getting back to the start event. Uh, the problem was I couldn't do any hydration because of my teeth. Everything in my mouth, I couldn't chew on anything. Yeah. So, and I was trying I was... to convince him, can you do this? <laughs> I mean, I trained this for this 135 and we were yeah. so like, we were fast around point. And I'm still sitting there going, okay, I am not your wife right now. So I'm like, Renee, come on. You can do this. We can get it was, it was we a can make this. It was a four mile <laughs> limp to the start line. Yeah. And... <laughs> And was that the, and I'm looking. Of course, when we did the sticks last year. Oh, okay. For, but you guys ended up doing the, you ended up finishing 50 miles at Outlaw that year. Yeah. And I did the, I mean, I didn't get any credit for it, but you know what? I ran that sucker fast. Yeah. I'm very proud of myself. It is a success because we did train. It was bad for him, but you know, I felt good. There was no way I was going to go run that whole thing. Right. That just was not going to happen. There's a point to where you're, this is your spouse. Yeah. And. If it had been me, you would have done the same thing. We'd have ran out a little more, finished the loop, and uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But other than that, it's ninety percent. He's just, you know, yeah. I yell things at him all the time, like my grandma can run faster than you, and you know, <laughs> that's good. While she's baking to, cookies, and you know, <laughs> I have to take a lot of trash talk. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, my wife does it. Yeah, just, we yeah. love each other. It's my wife does the same kind of thing, except she's at the aid station going, "What's taking? Why I've been here forever? Why are you taking so long?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm all beat up and not happy about it. So, <laughs> yeah, I was just like behind because oh, that's a pretty view. I need to take a picture. Yeah, so, yeah, and then I'll catch yeah. up again. It's a good excuse to rest too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, mean, I didn't mean to show you cards. <laughs> Well, so here's here's a here's a question. We talked we talked about the like the racing. We talked about you know kind of the fueling and a little bit about your training, how you put in a lot of miles together during the week and stuff. But here's kind of a little bit deeper question, and because I get asked this all the time, why, why do you guys do what you do? Just to see where we can put the human limit. I mean, it, there, 
And I like hallucinations. I like to see what I can do with hallucinations. <laughs> but also I do, I like to run for bigger than the trail and it's really important to my heart and because I do have PTSD. And so for me, a lot of it is for the veteran, for the, for mental health, for just to push the body. You know, I can't say enough that, you know, you think that you can do one thing, but then your body goes, no, you can actually do mm -hmm. more. And uh, there's just a lot of little things like that for him. I don't know why. I think he just, you know. Well, I have to be there to make sure you don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Get lost. I'm a klutz. So. <laughs> I'm the navigator. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but no, it's date for, night. For, yeah. It is date night for us. We yeah. do call it date night. Though we're married, it is date <laughs> night. And it's a time to be together, to be with nature. and For me, it's about decop daily life. I used to be spending a lot of time just sitting still. And when I'm doing that, I constantly keep thinking about work. Mm. When I'm out there running these long races, I know for the next 26 hours, 30 hours, however long it will take, there's nothing I can do. I have no phone signal. No one can reach me. All I have to do is just mm. move my legs. And it yeah. clears my brain. It's, for me, it's about decoupling everything. You know, we try to make the major decisions during these races, and that doesn't work during these races either. Like, you know, do you want to move? Okay, let's discuss it on the race. Yeah. Or what do you want for dinner? Let's discuss <laughs> it on a is... race. We have we carry a coin that says yes, no on it because we can't make a damn decision. <laughs> and the thing is, well, even though we run together and we don't run separate, a lot of times we don't really talk. We just we, yeah, we, we don't talk run, to each other. Yeah, we run together. Mm. Presence is enough. Yeah, I mean, because normally what's happening in my brain is, oh, please don't say the name of the song. Okay, Dance Monkey gets in my head. And like 72 hours on this last race, I sang it in Spanish. I sang it in English. I did it as a salsa. I In my head, this is what's in my mind. I'm singing Dance Monkey. Renee, is that what's in your head? <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. No, definitely <laughs> not Dance Monkey. It's I started actually, singing it. <laughs> it's very rare I get music on my brain. My my mind sometimes wanders into weird questions in quantum physics, Heard. cosmology, and stuff like that. Uh, so the thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around recently has been, so gravity moves at the speed of light, <laughs> which means that gravity from the sun takes eight minutes to affect the planet. So that means that we have already moved away from that what gravity are we actually feeling? Things like yeah. that. And he's telling the truth. That is what he's thinking about. Yeah. Deep Thoughts by Renee. And Barney Resnick run upon. <laughs> yeah. Barney but... Resnick runs up on us and he looks at Renee and he goes, what was it? He asked you about the nose and the feet. And further. Oh, yeah. yeah. How come that your feet smells, but your nose. Runs. And. He is sitting there getting all of a sudden he's like, oh, my God, I have an answer. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's a, it's a lot of weird things in, in, in my mind. Never music. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I try middle... sometimes, but no, it doesn't work. And we don't wear headphones. We refuse to wear headphones. Um, I like the sound yeah. of nature. And we bring them all the time. Because... What if? But there's never been a what if. Yeah. And, you know, if it does go in my head, I'm going to be listening to a Stephen King novel, which is going to scare the heck out of me. Yeah. So, no. You guys said something that, that I found pretty interesting that, and, and 
in a different context, but there's something about just a presence being there and not having to say anything. Uh, one of the churches I grew up in, there was this family who were always there. Like when someone died, they would always be there to support, to, to hand a tissue, to do whatever. And they wouldn't say a whole lot, but their presence, they were just there. And they had that gift of just knowing they were there was just the coolest thing. And so, you know, and, and I tell my mom that sometimes because my mom, she likes to fill silence with conversation and she's the sweetest lady, but I'm like, so, mom, you don't have to, you don't have to say anything. Just being together is good. Like, you know, we can just be together and hang out and uh, you don't have to fill the silence. And there's something about us, just sweet presence with somebody and on the trail, especially you guys, you're married, being on the trail, doing something hard, even suffering together like that, that, that is, that's a bonding experience. That's something that's hard to I don't know, hard to explain to others. And so that you guys get to share that, the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and the accomplishment together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know, every six hours, we do take a moment and I'll yell, I love boo-boo. And, and we stop and hold hands. We will run for a couple of minutes and hold hands and give each yeah. other a kiss. And just, here it goes again. You know, we don't talk. Or... And most races, we also finish holding That's hands. We do. Getting, crossing the line at yeah. the same time. Which... Yeah. I think even this year at Outlaw, when we sprinted, we actually got the same time registered. Which is, I'm surprised we didn't fall. I mean, yeah, yeah. we could. <laughs> well, but it's, we have found a deeper love. The trail has made our marriage so much. Yeah. I, I can't even explain it to her. I don't know. I love my husband. And this just gives us more and more that we can do together. You know, with COVID, we we now spend 24 hours together. He works mm -hmm. remote, and so it's 24-7. We don't fight. We don't have anything to fight about, and we do. We just say leave it yeah. for the trail, and it's beautiful. It's that's, a beautiful thing. I think married couples should try it. Yeah. One yeah. step at a time. That's, that, that's <laughs> awesome. That's great. Well, you guys. It doesn't have to be 100 miles. It could just be a 5K. Give me just. It's fun. When people learn you run 100-mile races. They say, oh, I can barely run 5K. And I'm just, you don't have yeah. to run. That was fine. just yeah. fine. You don't have to apologize. That's it. That's true. That. I tell people that all the time. You know, you don't, if you want to, you can, you know, you can do it. You yeah. just got to train for it. But yeah, it's really not. Yeah. But it's really not. I mean, running 5K is still yeah. good. It's still exercise and yeah. you still keep healthy. Don't have to run a hundred miles. Yeah, exactly. Well, so. well, you guys, you know, you've got these races coming up. You've got plans. If you had to. I don't know if you had to pick like a goal race, like that you wanted to do together, like what would that be? Which race would that be? A bucket list race. Ultra trail Dragonsburg. Oh, pick mine. Yeah, that's mine <laughs> where, where? too. No, uh, his would be Dragonsburg. Mine would be um, South okay. Africa or Alt or is it Alto? No. UTD, Ultra trail Dragonsburg. It's, uh, it's in central South Africa on the border to Lesotho. And it's a hundred mile race. Uh, they also got 100K, uh, but it's really cool. You you start up by going up about 4,000 feet, and then you enter Lesotho. Uh, you have to bring your passport because they have to stamp that before the race. Yeah. And then you have armed escort all the way because of the wildlife, and then you turn back into South Africa and finish the last 100K. And oh, that's cool. And it's such a, they've been spamming instantly. They've been spamming Instagram with videos and pictures. The and last he's been three whining. Weeks. I've been whining. Yeah. <laughs> I been Put it on the list. 
Mine is twofold. <laughs> there's a there's another one in South Africa I'd like to do, but there is another ah, there is another one in Indonesia, and nobody has finished. And I would like to be the first to finish it. You're going up a vol active volcano. Every two steps that you're taking, you're sliding down one. And so, what's it called? It's it's called Johnny and one, two, three, four, five, because it's twelve thousand three hundred and forty-five meters of elevation. Which oh, is wow. a heck of a lot of feet. Yeah. Feet. Yeah. I'd like to do that. But I'd also like to do Vol State. I was, that's kind of my American one. I'm just, I'm trying to find someone to run it with me. With his job, he can, you know, we're doing all these mm. other ones. And he's like, I can't do Vol State. So if anyone wants to do it. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Next year. Next, Next year? year. There you go. There you go. That, that one, I mean. that It's about getting mm -hmm. time off. About Somebody got to bring home the bacon. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's just right. Well, I hope you guys both end up getting to do, you know, your goal races and I will be looking for you guys, especially, you know, when you come into this area on trails and I hope we get to visit a little bit in person. Now that we've gotten to talk a little bit online, I'll know you guys when I see you and uh, maybe we can share some miles together at some point. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yep. Really. Well, thank you guys for yep, sharing your story and just, just sharing what you do. Keep running together, man. That is the coolest thing. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the trail. Thank Likewise. you. <laughs> thank you. We want to thank Runner's World Tulsa for sponsoring this podcast also. Man, you need anything and you're in the Tulsa area? Go to Runner's World Tulsa. Check them out at www.runnersworldtulsa.com. They've got so many shoes. They've got packs. They've got watches. They've got... Everything that you need to run the roads, to run ultras, and you know what? They've got a ton of experience. They even got an altitude tent that you can train in. They'll put you on a training plan to get ready for your Leadville races or your mountain races that are coming up. Man, check out Runner's World Tulsa. Also, you can click on their events on the website, and they've got a bunch of races going on. Road races, trail races. Kathy and Barbara will get you what you need to run the races that you want to run. So check them out, www.runnersworldtulsa.com.